We talked about how to change your mindset and see yourself as the beautiful mama God created you as, but you still have these goals you want to reach, right? How do you reach those goals when you are so busy chasing your kids around the house, cooking, working, cleaning, focusing on Bible verses to help your mindset, homeschooling, trying to create systems to make your life easier, just doing all the things? Life is busy, wonderful, but busy, and you don't want another year to go by that you don't reach your health goals. I have five ways for you to set your goals and reach them in 2023. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you and your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Wherever you are starting from, if you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. Hello, happy Monday. It is so different talking to you guys on a Monday instead of a Tuesday, but we are going to change up the schedule a little bit starting this week. I'm going to be publishing on Mondays and Wednesdays instead of Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So just make sure you subscribe to the show so you get notifications every time a new episode comes out. But we will see you Mondays and Wednesdays from here on out. I have a huge favor to ask of you all. I am doing some market research to find out what you all want to hear and what you would benefit from the most. What do you need help with? Where are your struggles? I'm creating something big and I want to make sure it will meet the needs of all of you. I'm looking for five people to talk with me and answer some very simple questions. So send me an email if you're willing to help me out and I'll give you a little gift in return. So let's get started for today. I have some big goals for this year. My post baby body is not where I would like it to be and I can feel my body aches and pains a little bit more. My headaches are coming back, my brain fog is getting worse, my body is just not functioning at its optimal level and I really don't like it. We are working with doctors for celiac testing, um, specifically for Georgia. Her doctors think that possibly I have it as well. It's been an ongoing process for several years now. When Georgia was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at age 6, they found out that her IgA levels were undetectable. IgA is what helps your body fight off infection, and that explained a lot of infections that she had growing up, but it also meant that she had two things happening in her body that were autoimmune issues that caused her to be at much higher risk for developing celiac disease. So they do routine blood tests every six months or so. This past blood draw both of the celiac tests that they did came back positive. So this led the doctor to ask a little more pointed questions on my health and symptoms as well, since celiac does have a genetic marker. So Georgia already had two two endoscopies, two colonoscopies, so we really didn't want to put her through all that again. The doctor decided that if in three months Georgia's celiac test results come back positive again with a higher level, she can have the official celiac diagnosis without having to go through the endoscopy and all of those horrible things again. So if she gets the positive diagnosis, I will be tested as well. 
And it's almost a relief because we have had the assumption for years, but have never been able to get clear answers for her. And I just want her to be healthy. And I want all these symptoms that I have that I've been going to the doctor for years and no one has been able to figure out what's causing it all. I finally feel like we're starting to get answers and it feels good. No matter what the end result is, I'm happy we'll finally have some answers and possibly all of my health problems can be resolved as well. I had an inclination that I either had celiac or a gluten sensitivity for a really long time, but it's been difficult for me to get the doctors to test for it. But if we can get the diagnosis, that also means the diet is going to change big time around our house. I have centered some of my goals around this, and even if I don't get the positive diagnosis, I know I feel better without it, so I plan on going gluten-free after all the testing is complete in March. But I am 99.9% sure that Georgia will need to go gluten-free after seeing the results of the last blood tests we did. So I have a feeling no matter what, we'll be needing to go gluten-free for her in a couple months. Some of the goals that I've set for this year are centered around some of the celiac things that could potentially be happening. Um, And I have other goals as well. I have business goals. I have my health goals. I have my home goals. I have my family goals. And I have my personal goals. But I'm going to go over my health-related goals with you guys. Then I also have set points with each goal to tell me how I'm going to attain that goal. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as well. So my four health goals for 2023 is to change the household to gluten-free after the testing in March. I would like to lose 20 pounds by October. I want to remove any remaining toxins in the home within six months of the year. Most of the toxins are gone, but there are still some that I've been holding on to just because it's I don't know why. (laughs) Honestly, it's not easier. It's not cheaper. It's actually cheaper to do toxin-free, but I just haven't done it. I don't know why. And then I also want to stretch five times a week because I feel so much better when I stretch. I just haven't been consistent. I have five tips for you to help you reach your health goals this year. Number one is what is going to set you off on a path for success, for sure. If you don't start with step one, it's going to be really difficult to make it to the finish line. First thing is you need to find your why. Why do you want to reach these goals? It's not just to fit into some old pants. Sure, you want to fit in your old pants, but what's the deeper reason? What's the root of it all? It's a lot easier to give up if you don't know the root of it. So what's the deep in your heart reason for these goals? Is it so you can live a healthy, long life to be able to play with your grandkids and watch them grow up? Or maybe see your great grandkids? Is it something a little more now related, like to feel good when you wake up without the joint pain, without the aches, so that way you can get down on the floor and play with your kids, or even just have the energy to play with your kids again. I know I definitely want that. That's one of my big whys. Do you see the difference between those whys and the reason for just fitting into your pants? There's a big difference between fitting into your pants and that deeper reason of being able to play with your kids or see your grandkids grow up. There's something deeper to them that really hits home. You can get new pants. You can't get this time back with your kids. So think of your goals like that. Thinking of these health goals like that will give you a lot more motivation to keep going when it gets hard because we've all been there. It gets hard and we give up. So find your why. Two is set attainable goals. If they aren't attainable or they're too lofty of a goal, then you're not going to succeed and you'll end up giving up. It's a, it's, it's really good to dream and have big, high aspirations. But if you have goals that you want to reach, they have to be attainable. 
I like to have big, lofty, unattainable dreams that are only, that are only attainable by God. But my goals, my personal goals that I set for myself, they need to be attainable. Have you ever heard of SMART goals? SMART is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. You need to make your goals SMART goals. Specific, get detailed. I want to lose 20 pounds by October. 20 pounds, I'm being specific. And that's measurable. I can measure that. I can get on the scale and I can do the math and I can subtract where I started with to where I'm ending and see if it's 20 pounds. It's measurable. Is it achievable? It is achievable. That is a long time away. And where I'm at now is pretty, it should be pretty easy to get down from where I'm at now to 20 pounds because of my body type where I know I've lost the weight before. I know how my body does it. I know what is reasonable for my body. So I know it's achievable. Is it relevant? It is relevant because I want to lose this weight. I have clothes that I'm going to fit into when I lose these 20 pounds. It is happening right now. <laughs> is it time bound? It is. I put a time frame on it. I said I want to lose these 20 pounds by October. So I put a time frame on it. So that's how you set SMART goals. And three is meal plan. I actually have an episode on planning meals. I linked it in the show notes so you can refer to it if you like. I think it's episode 17. This is how I plan my meals for the week. If you plan meals, this will not only help your busy schedule, it will save you money, it'll save you time, and it's going to keep you from eating junk, skipping a meal, or like most of us moms, just eating the leftovers from your child's plate. So when you plan these meals around your health goals, you need to plan meals that everyone can eat. It's hard enough to just cook dinner and get dinner on the plate for everybody. You don't want to be cooking a completely different meal for yourself every single time. It's not realistic. It's not major. It's not achievable. That's for sure. There's just no way you're going to be cooking two dinners every night. It's not sustainable. So find healthy options that have substitutions that you can eat say you're doing pasta for dinner. I have zucchini noodles or spaghetti squash usually instead of pasta. So if you can get your kids to eat zucchini or spaghetti squash, more power to you. Tell me how you do it. (laughs) But otherwise you can just have those available to you. What I do is have a bunch cooked up ahead of time. So that way when the time comes, I can pull it out of the fridge enough for me, pop it in some boiling water to freshen it up and voila, a healthy noodle option is ready for me. So find those kinds of options to substitute for yourself. That's easy to do, but it's not a whole separate different meal. Number four is get your family involved. Talk to the rest of your family about your goals and get them involved. Getting healthier is good for everybody. Maybe they don't all have the same health goals, but it's good for everyone. And it gives you accountability right there in your home. Maybe you and the kids plan a daily workout session together to get going in the morning. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just pop in a dance movie or a dance video. I mean, some yoga or just there's tons of YouTube videos that are fun for parents and kids to do. Or if the weather is nice where you live, you can go on a nice evening walk as a family after dinner instead of sitting in front of the TV. Find ways to get everybody involved. When you aren't trying to reach your goals alone, it's a lot easier to attain those goals with people by your side. Five is to make a vision board. All right, so let's go back to elementary school for a minute. 
Do you remember cutting pictures and letters out of magazines to create pictures and the words that you want and paste them onto a poster board to make a collage for a dream board? Yep, that's what we're doing. Only we are going to class it up a bit. If you have magazines and you want to deconstruct them, go for it. But I like to use Canva. It's free. It's fun. It's more of the grown-up version of it. It's just a website you can go to and set up your own login for it. And it's totally free. You can take your own pictures and paste them in there. Type words out in pretty fonts. You can add some Bible verses, pull some pictures from the web, and just create some classy, cute vision board with all your goals on it. This may seem a bit silly, but there's something to this. Seeing your goals out in front of you on a daily basis will help to motivate you. You will have those days that you don't want to stick to your plan and you want to give up. You want to eat a third cupcake at a child's birthday party. (laughs) We've all been there. But if you see that vision board with all those goals and where you want to end up, it can help you give that boost to keep you going through all those difficult days. I like to make my vision board and then print it out and then I paste it inside my planner so that way I can see it anytime and every time I open it up on a daily basis. It really helps keep me motivated. These five tips can help you greatly in attaining those health goals you have for 2023. But as you go through the year, working toward these goals, remember why you're doing it. Don't forget about that true why. It shouldn't be all about the way you look in the mirror or the way you think you appear to others. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and God created you, so start to see yourself that way too. You are God's beautiful, amazing creation. You don't lose sight of that when you're trying to reach these goals. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.